Back to throw Garoppolo under some pressure. He is brought down by Quinn and Williams. That is great sideline work by Davidson Crowder. That's an incredible interception by Marcus Manning. The Jets are back from the bye week and they head west for a week 11 showdown with the LA Chargers. What's going on everybody? Dan Grasso with you here. On the numbers game presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sports book, now in New Jersey. Pleased to be joined, as always, by my co-host from the NFL Network. She is Cynthia Freeland. Cynthia, you look rejuvenated. You look rested, recharged after that bye week. It's good to see you. How are you? Great to see you. This is the one week that I get to be closer to the Jets than you. I mean, we both can't go to games, but either way, they're in my neck of the woods this week. Under normal circumstances, you grab one of those Chagachinos, you head to the stadium, and you get ready to watch the Jets and Chargers play ball. But still, we're going to have some fun watching it from a distance, but we're going to get everybody ready for that game. But before we look ahead to that one, Cynthia, we got to rewind and go back to the last time the Jets were on the field. That was that Monday night. 30 to 27 defeat against the New England Patriots. Really a hard fought game. A lot of positives for the New York Jets, but it was the old Jet, Nick Folk, who kicks the walk off field goal to send the Jets home disappointed. Yeah, there was a lot to take away. First of all, I really like seeing all of the receivers on the field and LaMichael Pirine. I think we're really starting to see the future of the Jets come to life, and there's a lot to be excited about. Joe Flacco made his third start for the Jets, and by far it was his best game in green and white. He said he was more comfortable with the offense in the week leading up to the game, and it showed. You look at the numbers for Joe, 18-25, 262 yards, three touchdown passes, had that INT in the fourth quarter that he'd like to have back, but he was more comfortable, and boy, did it make a difference finally having those three starting wide receivers all on the field at the same time mean some good things potentially for this offense moving forward. Absolutely. Flacco's passer rating was over 125. That's amazing. And if you look to see, he's actually thrown more touchdowns than Sam Darnold so far this season. So he's four and two, and that's just two interceptions, and Sam was three and six. So that's a big difference, especially when those six interceptions were really big ones. Well, Joe's going to have a chance to add to his season stat total here because he's going to be the starting quarterback again against the Chargers. Sam's still not right with that shoulder sprain, but Let's look ahead to and get a prop bet out of the way here for Joe's game against the Chargers. How about over under one and a half touchdown passes for the former Super Bowl MVP? So I think that two touchdowns is a very achievable task. Why? Because if you look at this secondary, they are super banged up and they got rid of Desmond King. Remember, they traded him at the trade deadline to the Tennessee Titans. So the nickel situation, there's a lot of opportunity. And you know who's good out of the slot? My guy, Jamison Crowder. Absolutely. I agree with you. I think that Joe's going to have another successful day and excited to see what this core of receivers can do once again all out on that field. And let's start with the guy who made his return to the lineup on Monday night with Brashad Perryman, a guy who had his best game as a New York Jet in that one. Five catches, 101 yards, and a couple of touchdown receptions. You're starting to see that vertical dimension that he hoped to bring to that passing game when they acquired him in the offseason. And let's not forget something, Cynthia. This is a guy who had a very, very strong close to the season the final five weeks as a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year. Looks like history could re be repeating itself here. At least the Jets hope so. Yeah, I mean, staying healthy is the key to this one. But Perriman is a strong receiver, and if you were to look at his stat line, you see 101, but it probably should have been closer to 150 because there were some penalties, things called back. Other receivers in the league have talked about how penalty yards should count. If Brashad Perryman were on that side of it, you would have had an even huger day out of him. All right, let's look ahead here to what he can maybe do against the Chargers, okay? How about over under three and a half receptions for the Jets wideout? 
Let's go. I told you they're missing pieces on their defense. I do like Casey Hayward. He's a great corner, but he can only be in one place at one time. So there's going to be lots of opportunities for the other receivers, meaning Perriman, who was clearly a favorite target of Joe Flacco, will likely be targeted many times again. And you think about that Charger defense, too. They've really gone much of the way this year without Derwin James. They're all pro safety. He's as good as there is in the NFL. He also, his absence is contributing to their lack of success in that unit. That's a good point there. Another wide receiver who continues to impress. How about the rookie, Denzel Mims? It's only been a few games, but you can see that improvement. He's getting better and better against the Patriots. Four catches, 62 yards. And more importantly, Cynthia, what I found interesting, a team-high eight targets. That just goes to show you, you have a rookie who's only had a few games under his belt, but yet he's earned that trust already of a veteran quarterback like a Joe Flacco. Earned that trust. Joe Flacco has been under pressure and he's looking to Mims. That's a huge sign of their trust, their chemistry, and it is a really nice up arrow in terms of things to come. You know, when you look back at the Jets here for the first nine weeks of the season, you know, Football is a very physical game. It's a difficult game to be able to make sure you're able to take the field week in and week out. We know the Jets have dealt with some injuries, but when you look at the offensive side of the ball, I think we should give a little bit of an acknowledgement to Greg Van Roten, the first-year Jet, the right guard. He is the only member of the offense who has been on the field for every snap thus far in the first nine weeks. So the New York native, he should be commended for what he's done here early in the season. Absolutely. That is hugely important, especially because sometimes we don't give enough love to old linemen. We kind of only see when they mess up. But the fact of the matter that he's there protecting that interior pressure from coming any quarterback's way, that's very helpful for everyone. I think you could ask both Sam Darnold and Joe Flacco, and they will give a nice round of applause there. Absolutely. Now let's flip over to the defensive side of the ball. And against the Patriots, Jets were without Quinn and Williams on that defensive line. He was nursing a sore hamstring. The hope is that he's going to be able to go against the bolts but when you look at his body of work so far this year in 2020 he's really making the most of his opportunities in terms of pressures that he's getting on the quarterback yeah so three so he has three sacks on 15 quarterback pressures that equates to a 20 percent pressure rate that is amongst the top five in the league in terms of successful pressures when that result in something that disrupts the quarterback, right? So it doesn't necessarily always need to be a sack, but the sacks are the easiest ones for us to see. But how disruptive he is when he's able to get to the quarterback is really elite. Top five in the league amongst interior defenders. That's a big deal. That's in the passing game. He also has great numbers against the run. His 19 run stops, that's top five as well. So these are situations where being multidimensional like that against the run and the pass, that is super important. Again, another great up arrow for the Jets for the future. When we return right here on the numbers game, we're going to zero in on the opposition. Look at the LA Chargers and what's in store for the green and white. This is the numbers game presented by Bet365. It's the world's favorite sports book now in New Jersey. Welcome to Bet365, the world's favorite sports book. You can bet on football, basketball, baseball, hockey, MMA, and soccer. You can even make a bet while the game is still being played. Yes, you can. But here's the best part. Bet365 is now available in New Jersey. All right, let's zero in on the opponent here, the Los Angeles Chargers. And the record is certainly deceiving. It's just 2-7. and seven. 
but they have been in virtually every game this year. Cynthia, there are three teams in the National Football League that have not lost a game by more than one score. The undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers, the one-loss Kansas City Chiefs, and the 2-7 and seven LA Chargers. So you know this team is a lot better than what the record indicates. Yeah, also a fun fact, since 2019, they've played, what, 19 one-possession games, which is the second most in the NFL. Only the Chicago Bears have more with 20 games of, that are just one possession. Chargers have lost 7 of 8 overall, so the Jets will look to see if they can continue to extend their run of misery here in 2020. Head-to-head, -head, the Jets have lost the last three games these, these teams have played. Last Jet victory was back on October the 23rd of 2011 in MetLife Stadium. But how about this? The last time these teams, Cynthia, played out in L.A. was in December of 1960. It was the New York Titans at the LA Chargers. That was the inaugural season of the American Football League. It was before our time, but it's always good to give a nod to history, right? I love it. I had no idea I would have had to go. Somebody would have had to tell me that. So thank you. I really appreciate it. I'm going to pull that one out when I'm talking to my friends later this week. We see we give you numbers on this show. We also give you fun facts and figures. It's very impressive and nice conversation. So use that one. Everybody out there can use that one free of charge for your holiday conversation, perhaps. All right. Now, how about this offense for the Chargers? They're ranked fourth overall in the National Football League. And let's face it, a lot of credit has to go to the rookie quarterback out of Oregon, Justin Herbert. He leads all rookies with 19 touchdown passes, and that's good for eighth in the National Football League. Yeah, it's interesting because he has three games with one passing touchdown and one rushing touchdown. That includes week 10. You wouldn't have necessarily thought he was the kind of guy that was going to rush for touchdowns as well, just watching his college films. So it was kind of impressive that he also adds dimension on the ground. And he also has the most deep pass completions in all the National Football League. If I asked you, well, who do you think that is? Maybe somebody would say Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. No, no, no. It's the kid from the Chargers here. He's completed five of them. That's right, of more than 50 yards. Chunk plays, explosive plays. Those are going to take you a long way in trying to win a football game. Yeah, so fun fact. I got a history note for you, right? Uh -oh. He's the only quarterback in the Super Bowl era with one or fewer wins at a passer rating of 100 plus in a single season. Well, you know what, the, you know really what they'll funny. tell you though, stats are great, but they'll trade those in in exchange for wins. So it's, if you're the Chargers and if you're Justin Herbert, you're hoping to get a little bit more of that balance here moving forward. All right, let's get a prop bet out of the way here and we'll tie it to the rookie from Oregon. How about over under Justin Herbert, 299 yards passing. It's a big number, 299 against this Jets defense. So remember, his coach, Anthony Lynn, is a running backs coach. So I think in this situation, in this game, there's going to be more Kalen Balazs, who the Jets coaching staff is familiar with from their Miami days. I think it's going to be very interesting to see how they fold in a little bit more of that run game because they need to keep Justin Herbert more efficient. We talk about those big chunk plays, but sometimes the reason that you don't have 50-plus attempts is because you don't need 50-plus attempts. So I think there's going to be more of a focus and more of an emphasis on the intermediate passing game and a little bit shorter with more runs folded in to be more balanced, meaning I don't think that Justin Herbert is going to pass for more than 299 yards. All right, let's flip over to the other side of the ball for the Bolts. And defensively, they're ranked 12th overall, and they have some big names, of course. Mentioned earlier, Derwin James, their all-pro safety, who's injured. You're not going to have to worry about him in this game. But on that defensive line, I mean, they are a handful. When you talk about Joey Bosa, you talk about Melvin Ingram, those bookend pass rushers, yes, their numbers are down this year, but those are guys you have to account for each and every time you take the field. 
Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Joey Bosa hasn't been playing in the past few games. It's seeming more and more likely that he's going to play this week. That could be problematic because Joey Bosa is one of, if not the best defensive ends when he's healthy in the league. So they're going to need to account for him, probably put multiple offensive situations, and I say situations because it could be linemen and it could be tight ends, to really stop him and maybe pick up the blitz. This will be an interesting one to see how the run game will develop, though, because Joey Bosa lines up on the outside. So if they can get that inside run game going and very efficient, then it could be a very effective way to Stay the heck away from Joey Bosa. That's always a good plan, I think, certainly. He's one of those guys that keeps the opposing coaches up late at night trying a game plan around him 100% here. Now, if we dive into the stats a little bit here, because of some of the woes that they've had on the defensive side of the ball, the opposing quarterbacks have had some good days here in terms of putting up some good passer rating numbers. Yeah, if you look to see, the, one thing that I look at here, this one's interesting. So if you take first down out of it, right? Take first down out of it and then say, all right, what happens on second and third down? And what happens on second and third down when there's still 10 yards left? So let's, let's pretend first down didn't work. The offense called something, didn't work. And so I second and 10. They actually give up on second and third down with 10 plus, 10 plus to go. They give up almost a 102 passer rating. That's pretty good, right? So that's the sixth highest passer rating on second and third down with 10 to go. That means the Jets have another chance. If first down doesn't go their way, they're still going to be able to have a better opportunity to convert on second and third. You know, under pressure, doesn't matter. It's going to be a good opportunity for them to do better in later downs. And they're not taking the ball away that much from the opposition either. Only eight takeaways, which is third fewest in all the National Football League. So the Jets will look to see if that can continue here. And only four of those are interceptions. And only four of them are interceptions. So they and the Jets offensively, let's be honest, last couple of weeks have done a nice job of protecting the football here. So that's going to be instrumental certainly to making sure you go on the road and try to steal a victory here. All right, it's time for our last prop bet of the game. We're zeroing in here on the Chargers defense. So let's look at it from an offensive standpoint. We haven't paid too much attention to the run game yet. How about LaMichael P. Ryan, whose role is going to continue to grow here as we finish out the season? How about the rookie from Florida over under 48 and a half yards rushing for P. Ryan. I am planning the flag for P. Ryan. I'm thinking this could be a game where he has 60, even 65 yards on the ground to help keep everything nice and, you know, don't give the defense, don't let the defense tip off to anything that the offense is going to do. So run with P. Ryan. Be efficient with those rush yards. It's a good opportunity. The middle of the Chargers defense has been susceptible. You talked about missing Derwin James. They traded away Adrian Phillips. There's a lot of differences in the middle. The linebackers have not necessarily been super efficient in every game. So I think this is P. Ryan's coming out show. We're going to see him. I think 60 is very achievable. And the one thing we've learned watching the Chargers all season long, and this will apply when you're watching the Jets here in this game, you're never out of it because we know the Chargers have had a world of trouble protecting leads this season, as we documented a little bit earlier here. All right, let's look ahead to the upcoming schedule here for the Green and White. After the Chargers game, well, they're going to return home for some home cooking for back-to-back -back weeks. And second straight week for the Jets, they're going to be taking on a rookie quarterback as they welcome in Tua Tungavailoa and the Miami Dolphins. And following that, it'll be a rematch at home with the Las Vegas Raiders. The two teams butted heads in MetLife Stadium last year. Jets walked away victorious. They'll look to do the same thing again. So, Cynthia, enjoy the game. And also, this is going to be our last show before the Thanksgiving holiday. So I want to wish you and yours, of course, a very happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe, most importantly, and enjoy the football as always.
It's my very favorite holiday. Have an awesome Thanksgiving. I hope your family enjoys everything. And please stay safe because we got to come back for more numbers game after the Thanksgiving holiday. Absolutely. We're in it for the long haul. Wouldn't rather be anyplace else. Thanks, Cynthia, as always. Great job. For Cynthia Freeland, I'm Dan Grasa. This is the numbers game presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sports book now in New Jersey. So long, everybody, and have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the football.